Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Why Are You Like This, a podcast devoted to finding out who we are and why we do the things we do. I'm your host, Ryan Andrews, and today's guest is a model, singer, actress, painter, and star. Please welcome to the mic, the gorgeous Victor Carlesi. Hello. Welcome Thank to you. the pod. Uh, <laughs> how are you? Hi. I'm good. I, um, I had Chipotle today, mm. so that has like leveled me out in an amazing way. Usually I'm just like coffee with sugar in it until like 3 p.m. So I love that. I love putting off a meal for a really long time. It's kind of my mm-hmm. like favorite way to start the day. Um, therapists and doctors alike have told me that's horrible and I'm still functioning. So <laughs> more power to us. <laughs> exactly. I hope it doesn't, doesn't have any long-term effects. Right. I hope it doesn't stump my until growth, then. you know? <laughs> Um, and by the way, I figured I should mention I'm 16 years old, so I'm looking as young as ever. Good to know. Um, you know, just for consent reasons, you know, good to know when someone's underage on the podcast. <laughs> you look great here. for 16. Thank you. Yeah. And it's because of my diet. And I'd really like to spend most of the time talking about that. Great, great, great. I, you know what? I bet a lot of people would love to find a diet to stay at 16. Maybe? <laughs> 16 with a big mustache. I don't know. Whenever I was 16, like, I uh, I don't know. I think I had, like, the mind of, like, a 20-year-old, but, like, the body of, like, a 12-year-old. Like, it yeah. was just, like, very weird. It's funny because I am legally 30 years old, and um, I laugh with my other, like, actor friends about how when we were, like, growing up, the people that played teens were 30-year-olds. And then when we got into the business, we we're like, okay, that's how it'll work. And then everyone was like, what if they're actually legitimately 15? And I'm like, so hold on. Where do I work? When do I work? They're like, when you're old, the- baby. <laughs> so you're going to be, now it's going to be like 30 year olds, like in the nursing home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm actually in for the revamp of Golden Girls. Um, so. Oh my God, I just shot Cocoon. That's crazy. <laughs> I just I love just these shot revamps. Cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Where'd you grow up, babe? Um, so I grew up in the like 
Appalachian area, like, um, like north of Pittsburgh, like rural, like banjos and a lot of like fog, a lot of fog, Mm. a ton of fog. That's a great way to put it. Um, we, I grew up like, yeah, like right by the woods sort of, and yeah, just sort of trolloped. Is that a word? I think to be a trollop is kind of like a little bit of a slut. Um. Trollicked? <laughs> we um, sort of trolloped throughout the trees. Um, my entire little childhood is like, I grew up with three older sisters. And um, yeah, it was, it was kind of hectic at times, mm. but fun. Anytime someone says like Appalachia, like I just picture like a Civil Wars album and literally fog <laughs> going through trees. Yeah, it, it is that. Okay, Except cool. everyone, well, there's like a distinct like group of people that are like from like the Northeast that like deeply believe that they're Southern. So like there's people that like talk like me and then there's people like truly like two houses down that like talk like this and it's like very weird. The same thing. So I grew up in Hillsborough, Oregon, which is like a suburb of Portland and okay. not a definitive accent found there at all. Not at all. Especially because my parents are from Rhode Island. So okay, that is an accent. And then when we're... Yeah in hillsboro i'll be walking around and they're full-on people being like oh yeah welcome downtown to the dad and i'm like this is not you grew up here no you didn't it's an identity crisis i don't really know where it comes from it's like i'm they're grasping onto something i mean i'm glad they have something good for but them. like yeah yikes it's very weird it's an important thing to have some sort of religion somewhere and if it's a southern accent for you go off it is that is the religion <laughs> that is their religion <laughs> so it's you and three sisters did you all get along were you doing like family band things or was everyone doing their own shit um it was like my two older sisters sort of like paired off and then me and my sister who, i'm the youngest mm-hmm. so like and she's also gay so we just kind of um not that like there was any sort of rivalry between like the two factions, but oh, okay, I just said factions, <laughs> but which like is inherent in like war, but they like they just were older, you know, they kept to themselves, and but like we're all really really close now because everything's sort of leveled off. That tends to happen as you get older. I only have one yeah. sibling, so it's kind of like we could fight to the ends of the earth, but there wasn't like another person that I could you know team up with yeah which is actually really nice like to sort of just like take refuge in someone else's like bedroom and they're completely oblivious to your like horror that just happened in the other room yeah it's great what kind of like (laughs) what kind of music were y'all listening to y'all um i'm from the south now (laughs) this is (laughs) based in new orleans um but i like we I liked whatever my sisters liked, truly, like, whatever they liked, and, um, whenever I was younger, it was, like, obviously, like, Britney Spears, and my oldest sister was a Backstreet Boys gal, Mm -hmm. and then my sister that was closest in age to me was an NSYNC gal, um, so that felt crazy sometimes. That is war, for sure. (laughs) Um, it was, like, mostly Britney Spears, like, purely. I listened to uh, 
this whole podcast breaking down just like Britney's vocals in a way that oh I had God. never heard recently. Wait, I think I know that podcast. It's like Switched on Pop, Hooked on Pop. Yes, yeah. Switched on Pop. It was so crazy because again, Britney Spears, we seem to know everything about her personal life since the moment she was brought on the scene. But they were like, we're going to talk about Britney as a musician. And I was like, oh my God, nobody does this. It was very cool. I know. It's so true. <laughs> and yeah, like not to plug another podcast, but they actually, I think, did a good job because they're, I'm pretty sure they're both straight. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like aliens talking about Britney Spears. I was Absolutely. like, this is freaking. Like, <laughs> they're like, she actually takes a deep breath after. And I'm like, yeah, like I've studied that on since I was five. Like, I know about that. They're but, like, it was yeah. really cool because Britney came in and she went, <sighs> And I'm like, yeah, that's been my religion since I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally, like I'm doing that in the bathroom mirror mm-hmm. in fifth grade before I go into school. Just <sighs> and someone knocks. You yeah. know what I mean? With a knock, that's knock, a knock memory. on the door. <laughs> she is so been lucky. There. Been there. Have you ever gotten to see Britney live? Um, no. Damn. I've always wanted to. Well, she's coming back. She's doing. Things. Have you? No, I would love to. I I'm the oldest, and okay. for no real reason, like other than just uh, not growing up with anybody else like gay around me. Like my sister listened to Britney, and I was like next to her when it happened, but I wasn't like <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Britney. Um, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm a late bloomer of the lady pop origins, but I could talk about female <laughs> pop stars forever and ever. Um, I love them all. You're a so Britney dear. stan by proxy. By proxy. Um, I don't really stan it. I think the only person I would like stan is Taylor Swift, but Swifties scare the shit out of me. So mm. it's like hard. I would identify as a Swifty, but yeah. later in life, Swifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you key into Taylor? I started loving Taylor Swift. I started stop. I started stopping hating her uh-huh. in 2012. Good time. I was like, I <laughs> I heard like the song 22 and I was like yeah this is pretty much undeniable at that point and so then I just dove in I bought like the the red CD and then I was like I was sold I recently got a like you know how Spotify sends out like you're a huge fan here's a treat or something <laughs> you're a huge fag like yeah. that's what usually they... <laughs> like thanks Spotify <laughs> Um, they're like, you can buy this like limited edition cassette tape of like an artist that I only listen to on my sex playlist. And I was like, (laughs) are people actually buying cassette tapes? I know. Wait, they, they do that to me a lot. Like they do that to me a lot where it's like, they'll send an email and they're like, yeah, limited edition cassette tape for Avril Lavigne's new song. I'm like, I'm not going to listen to a new Avril Lavigne song on a cassette tape. (laughs) Yeah. If I still have the cassette sure yeah that's kind of cool actually but to listen to like bite me like or like a random machine gun kelly featuring avril song like i don't know what state of mind i would have to be in to be like sitting down with like a glass of like i don't know monster or something (laughs) with like ice and just like putting it like just relaxing putting it in the the player and just going "Mm -hmm, yeah this is it. This is what I want. I wanted this audio quality. This audio quality for sure. Yeah, I'm just like, are people buying tape decks again? Like, 
I don't they have a car, be. so I don't know how they work. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, they haven't been putting tape things in the cars for a pretty long time. <laughs> so I don't know where you're going to be listening to that. I'm just so excited. I have all these commemorative brand new cassettes. Never been touched. <laughs> it's sick, really. Maybe you did this. Maybe this was singular in, in, in my life. But I remember using my state-of-the-art five-disc CD player put with also two tape decks to, like, listen to the radio and then record songs I liked to, like, put on a tape. Was that a Just mm-hmm. Me thing or is that a is that a universal thing? No. So I didn't do that. I was, like, ugh. I don't identify as stupid. Okay. But, like, I'm, like... <laughs> very ditzy like I'm like ditzy like I just kind of follow my heart kind of and I never entered into like figuring out technology as a child like but my like older sister who is a lesbian like literally had that shit like figured out at three like she was like recording songs from the radio or like whatever um with like a tape so she would do that and I kind of would just like watch and wonder as that happened but yeah, and I don't, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I, I wasn't stealing music, so... <laughs> That's true. It was piracy. I was a thief at eight, <laughs> and I've never stopped. Uh, LimeWire ruined my computer. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what song did you steal? Like, what was one of your first songs that you stole? <sighs> that I fully stole. I remember stealing Backstreet Boys songs for sure. Um, And then... I just remember like having them on tape and then having a little bit of like the ad in front of it, um, which was okay. always um, the same ad over and over. It's like the Shane Company across the freeway from the Washington Square Mall. Open weekdays till eight, <laughs> Saturday and Sundays till five online at shaneco.com. And, and then you're like I'm, pop locking yeah. to that, getting ready. <laughs> Shane Co. <laughs> getting ready for my whole world. Uh, I love that your sister was such an industrious lesbian that at three she was like, I actually can run the planet (laughs) she goes you can actually keep these songs from the radio and i was like good one sister you can't but that's cute that's adorable (laughs) yeah and then she brought limewire into the house she also Mm. brought um you know any odd like chipmunk that was like injured or something she brought that into the house she <laughs> i'm like you gotta like, remember that <laughs> they're like like okay for instance like my cats like we used to have like a lot of cats but they're like outdoor cats so it's like okay so i think there was like one of them named lily and she would just keep getting like knocked up by the neighborhood cats so we would have truly like three batches of kittens like every summer she is Grisella. for like a while yeah, she was Grizabella. Yeah. Cats have a lot of babies. Did you know that maybe this is a thing for cats too? Did you know that dogs can get like knocked up in the same pregnancy by different dad dogs? What? So like they could have multiple puppies from different dads. Wait, that's actually astonishing. That's and seems really like cool. Evolution really really going for it with dogs <laughs> it favors the dog it favors truly. dogs for sure although cats kind of got it right because we still keep them around and we know that they don't care if we live or die. yeah dogs yeah. and cats also like horses mm. like ended up in this place where 
like we needed them for transportation but now they're just sort of here as like gorgeous ethereal creatures <laughs> that we put in movies a lot of the time yes that we which let is... taylor swift sing over for sure <laughs> i love horses so much i have never been on a horse but i think they're very let me pretty. tell you good times it's pretty crazy to be up on a horse so when they're like save a horse ride a cowboy you're like nah ride a horse and a cowboy horse you gotta try it yeah it's like (laughs) (laughs) no horses are so like because they could they could kill you like with like a flick of their wrist they you're dead but they're so like no offense very stupid like they'll just listen to whatever you say like you could just run off a cliff and like a horse will take you there like I feel like I relate to horses in that way. Like, <laughs> I love that blind loyalty. They're like, I am with you to the end. This makes <laughs> yeah, no exactly. sense. I can see that this is a cliff, but here we go, baby. Thelma and Louise exactly. ain't got nothing on us, me and my horse. <laughs> yeah, my obsession for horses sort of like, it made clear to me that I was like totally gay because I was like really super obsessed with My Little Pony in uh-huh. preschool. And I was like, only girls like this. And then... <laughs> I think something's different here because none of the boys that... have my little ponies. <laughs> exactly. That and like the fact that I needed to do character work at a young age. Like I was like <laughs> we would play like house in preschool. <laughs> I and this is the first time I ever like got in trouble. Uh-huh. Was okay, I was like I we were playing house and I don't think I told everyone that this was the character, but in my brain the character was 16 year old girl she's annoyed and she has to do chores but she doesn't want to be doing them so i was and also i went to a, a preschool that was like like a catholic school preschool so like there were two nuns that were actual sisters but they were also nun sisters <laughs> so they would just sort of rove around you know listening yeah. in mm-hmm. and at one point you know one of my lines was Ugh, I hate this. I hate it here. I hate my life. And I'm like supposedly like ironing clothes. And one of the sisters came and was like, You cannot say that you hate your life. And like put me in timeout. And I was like, Done Whoa. for recess that day. And I was like, I wasn't even saying that. It was a that character. Was character. I was method, ma'am. In like preschool, you are fully, you fully were like, I was in preschool and I was developing a character. This is the character, 16-year-old girl who has to do chores but hates it. You're like four. The rest of the kids are like, I don't know what's going on. You're like, <laughs> the rest of the kids literally weren't even playing house, but I was just like playing it, I guess. I'm picturing you doing the thing, like the, like, you take your shirt and put it like in your, <laughs> like in the collar. I still do that. Yeah, I mean, it's the best way to clean the house. I don't know how else to do household chores. <laughs> Not feeling a little frisky. Exactly. <laughs> I'm obsessed with these, like, double sister sisters. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, again, I only have one sibling, but, like, don't you want to have, like, some of your own identity somewhere? I know. Well, here's the thing. Like, I always thought that they were twins because, like, when we were younger, like, it was like about twins. Like that was like something like, you know what I mean? Like to be young at that time was about talking about twins in some way. Like 1998 is like the invention. And like, I remember like Mary Kate and Ashley, like we would watch their like VHSs all the time. And 
I remember seeing these two teachers, Marion and Rita, and I knew that they were sisters. And I was like, okay, they look like an older version of Mary Kate and Ashley, but they were like in their seventies, but <laughs> which I don't know. look like Mary Kate and Ashley now. <laughs> Who knows? I feel like they have, <laughs> they're full witch vibes. They're like, I don't know if they are five or 95, like, and that's chill for me. God bless them. I, they're so mysterious to me. They're just a mystery to me in every I just, way. I can't imagine just being like, I don't, I've, I haven't had to work since I was 16. Anything I do is for fun. And that's the rest of my life. Like, I- yeah. <laughs> Like sort of just working in a really professional sort of scenario, like as like a joke, you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. they don't need to work. It's sort of just like you're playing working. Yeah. It just sounds like playing great. house. It sounds nice to me. I play work. Yeah. All I the love time. it. I open my laptop at <laughs> any coffee shop. I'm like, I'm writing just- a screenplay. <laughs> It's a lot of, yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, I opened up my laptop. I took a photo with the laptop. I posted it on Instagram. Well, somebody responded to me on Instagram. I forgot about Twitter. Exactly. I have to take like a semi-different one for Twitter. And then, you know, it goes on and on and on. It's so fun. It- Twitter's a little more horny about writing than, you know, Insta. Then there's your LinkedIn you have to think about. It's just like a lot. <laughs> I am, um, I, I publicly have, well, not publicly, I privately I just decided I don't care about LinkedIn. Yeah. Like I at all. Yeah, no. I made one like, in the pandemic Instagram. to be like maybe, I don't know. And then I've never touched it and any email I get from them I'm like that's really fucking annoying. Yeah, I'm like this person wants to connect with you on LinkedIn. I'm like good luck. I haven't been on there since 2015. I I, I actually if I gave you some sort of like review on who you are, people would be like, this guy hasn't posted for seven years. Why is he, why should I care about him? He was an intern at an ad agency, like for six months. Like why, why do you want to connect with me on and LinkedIn? The, and the things that you write on LinkedIn when you were an intern for six months, you're like intern writing emphasis on socials for <laughs> big company but also small because we work together in like a unified thought process we work <laughs> people oh my god the way that people will post on linkedin like a 24 year old will be like i was walking down the street one day and i saw a man he was wearing a brown suit that made me think i wonder where those textiles come from blah blah blah, blah. and then it's like a paragraph of like truly the most maddening, dumbest, uninsightful thing you've ever heard. And then people in response, because they feel like they have to post on LinkedIn are like, yes, like double hands up emoji. <laughs> I'm like, you're talking about textiles and how that's changed your life. Like, I don't know. It's very weird. I saw their textiles and now I'm into PR. So hire me for your event. <laughs> it's so self-serving. Like I have a Canva account. Um, I can make your mom's favorite invite to a party. And I used I'm to steal songs from Excel. the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not. I don't Which know I'm how not. to add two things together in Excel. So I'm stop saying that. My favorite, my favorite thing for any kind of job interview is they're like, you must know like Microsoft Suite or you must know some random program that is totally like 
you can learn it, but you're definitely interviewing with somebody over 50. And they're like, I'm so sorry. If you did not go to school for Excel, I can't, <laughs> I can't trust that this is going to work out for us. They're actually not wrong. Like you need to go to school for Excel. Like at this point, any, any fear that a boomer has ever had, I'm like, that's grounded in reality. Like I used to think I had such a different outlook on life until I had to simply type in my taxes this year. I was like, how do I make a table? Like how many months are in the year? Like, yeah, I should have gone to school for Excel at the very least to do my own taxes. But I got myself in a loop as I was re-signing a lease, like trying to figure out what my rent would be. And I was like, okay, so a, a lease is a year long. That's 12 months. But is it counting the first month? So am I, should I add 11 months and that'll equal a year? Like I was just like, wait, yeah. BFA showing everywhere, had no, no concept <laughs> of it. Um, the BFA jumped out. The BFA jumped out in the fact that I am illiterate and dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the BFA jumped out uh, in front of me whenever I rammed my car into the back of someone else's car because I was singing on Snapchat. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares, honey? It's getting me engagement. <laughs> Speaking of singing, when did you realize that you were a phenomenal singer, actress, model? <laughs> Huge um, segue. <laughs> Me doing a spit take because of that. Full on knowing I'm a good singer. Um, I I always liked singing when I was younger. And I thought I decide, well, okay. As I got older and I would you would sort of meet people that like were secretly good at singing, like would just like I don't know, you would like kind of hear them like if they're in the car with you, like, oh yeah. But like not wanting to like express it. I think that's like kind of psychotic. So I'm like, yeah, I'm a good singer. Like I have nothing to hide. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the, I mean, it's literally the only way to have any kind of talent. I was thinking about this as I was like on a walk today and I was like, nobody tells this businessman, like he's not good at business. So when I'm like, I'm a good singer and feel weird about it sometimes, like, nah, I'm a really good singer. Literally don't feel weird. Like, okay. Look at it this way. There are so many people that A, love to sing, B, are okay at singing. Like, singing is, like, not inherently, like, difficult if you have, like, some sort of control over your breath and your voice. Like, if you're not tone deaf, you can probably sing. It's, like, not this, like, special thing. So the fact that people are so afraid to do it, it's, like, pathological at this point. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I've never understood, like, so if they're driving alone in their car, they don't sing along right they do everyone sings it's so weird yeah (laughs) if you're not like i'm i'm coming from the place of like i do this thing like you obviously do this thing too but to like hide it i don't know i mean it's sad i guess it's just like i it's coming from a point of view of someone that's like yeah like i don't get embarrassed by many things but like Mm -hmm. it's weird when people are weird about singing i'll just say that it's very weird. And the ones that are weirdest about singing really want you to go to karaoke with them. <laughs> They're yes. like, they like won't sing while you're just like listening to a song, sitting on the couch, you know, like <laughs> sipping, sipping your monster on ice. Like they won't sing along to Avril, but they will want you to go to Koreatown and get one room to like share a microphone and sing Celine Dion at the top of their lungs. And it just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it doesn't track, but it's also... It's fine, but it's just kind of like, 
I don't know. It's I think people have <laughs> deep-rooted trauma as it relates to singing, mainly because, like, I feel like there's so much, like, media, like, when we were younger, that's, like, someone getting forced to the mic and then, like, softly singing and then, like, ending up belting by the end of the number. Like... Like Britney Spears sing Crossroads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Or, like, <laughs> High School Musical, Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Vanessa like, getting Ann. shoved into the moment. And if you don't have that secret skill built up, you're afraid that you're gonna like cut your head off on stage or something. Like I don't know like what the fear is, but it's very weird. It's very strange to me. I did the first time that I was um, in memory a bully. Um, <laughs> Wait, when you were a bully? Yeah, I was a gay bully for a long time. Oh, okay. um, I think head. a lot of people were bullies for sure. I um, my sister who I think still has a great voice at the time, like when we were growing up, like she sang. And then for a long time, I was just kind of like, I don't do it. But now I do. And I had my like new best friend over and I was like, you have to hear my sister sing. And in her memory, and she tells me this later, she's like, I thought you were making fun of me. So I stopped singing after that. Like I fully just was like, I guess I can't sing anymore. Ryan is like, parading me in front of his friends like this is so cruel and in my mind I was like my sister can sing this shit out of defying gravity she's seven like let's listen to her do it so Aww. sorry Jordan <laughs> that's so sad oh god being young sucks because it's like it you're sucks. so stupid but like also you're just working off of like the vibes and it's mm-hmm. just that's so confusing Ugh, growing up what a time what a fun time. <laughs> God, wait, so she knew, so she loved Wicked at a young age? At a young age, yes. Wicked. The first musical that was like in my house that I remember is Rent, actually. And then, mm. and then we were a, a Wicked family. Like in my dad's truck, he like always had the, the Rent, like greatest hits album, like not the full album, <laughs> the, the one that they just, they cut a few songs. And Wicked. And he had a ludicrous album at all times oh, in his truck. <laughs> I'm getting so confused so by that. <laughs> but I guess, you know, be who you are. Be, be who, who, you are. who you are. Oh my God, Vanessa. Ann. <laughs> Vanessa Ann Hutchins is on the pod. Uh, Oh god, I think about her. I think about her being like it's kind of inevitable like all of the time. I know. It's like it's shock. It's like haunting at this point cuz like she was right. We took her advice. Yeah. <laughs> the leading Which medical like, professionals in the world die. and they're like, you know who we should listen to? The star of high school musical 1 2 and 3. <laughs> the scientist watching her story like she's right she's at right. the end of the day. I mean, people are gonna die, and that's sad, but inevitable? Inevitable? (laughs) Whoever's her manager was like, how do we turn off all of the internet? Like, how do we... (laughs) How do we unplug it all? God bless her. He was taking a day off. The manager was literally took one personal day. day to, like bury a relative and was mm-hmm. like and like came back and turned the phone back on and was like well i guess i don't have a job anymore great <laughs> great can't take any days off hustle culture oh god burnout they just start saying like 
random <laughs> phrases. Burnout. Mm. Mm. Well, speaking of the hit star of High School Musical, um, it is that time of the podcast where I ask you the question, why are you like this? If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hmm. That's a good-ass question. So some people said, like, fan fiction, things of that nature. I honestly think it's horses as an animal. Like, I, I, I mean, I'll try my best to describe, like, what that means. But, for instance, my love of horses started after I was obsessed with cows for a little bit and then became obsessed with deer. And then... Yeah, natural progression. And then right, right up to horses. Because it's, like, kind of... Horses was, like, the happy medium. Like, cows are really fat and then like deer are really skinny so then it's like horses are and so I was obsessed with horses and it really like colored everything about me one second let me grab something to just show this podcasts are a visual medium is going to grab a full horse or maybe a plastic bag I cannot tell (laughs) 
This was the only thing I bought yesterday. I went to this like vintage store and I just like bought this. <laughs> um, for the listeners at home, this is a commemorative plate that is painted. It looks hand painted. It's one plate with a regal horse um, standing amongst mountains um, from the American Centennial, maybe? <laughs> it's the American Quarter Horse. Um, so basically, all that to say, also, the plate came with a certificate of authenticity that it was an actual plate with a picture of a horse on it. <laughs> I don't really care did. about the... <laughs> They're like, this is a real plate. You can use it they for go, plate this things. Is a horse. I go, I know! <laughs> um, so, all that to say, like, I couldn't, I can't escape horses. Like, they literally, I was obsessed with them when I was younger. I thought I was over it because I discovered, like, Katy Perry and, like, Lady Gaga and stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I wasn't done. And later in life, I I fell back down the the horse hole. I fell back down the horse's hole. It's a it's a large hole, famously. Uh, well, and and like horse girl pop is in now. You know, we got Haim, we got Muna. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoebe Bridgers sometimes makes me feel like a horse girl. Uh, Taylor Swift, Taylor always Swift has been horse girl. Always horse girl. Always like they wear short shorts. I wear sneakers because I'm a horse girl, and you can't wear short shorts on on a horse. That Maybe? is so. Tr- oh God, that's so true. <laughs> That's why they invented chaps. You That's know? why for your short wearing... shorts. <laughs> the cowboy, like the original cowboy uniform, is actually <laughs> Daisy Dukes, um, but then they decided to do chaps so it wouldn't screw them up on their leg, yeah. leg wise. For the for the whole leg, they do, they were focused only on on the ass for a long time, and they're like, "What about the rest of the leg as a as an <laughs> entity? Eh, maybe, <laughs> give or take." So were you riding um, horses? Were you like competitive horses? Or were you just like drawing them in your journal? I was drawing them constantly. Like, con- it was constant. And then um, I was obsessed with the movie Spirit. I became like sexually attracted to the horse and Spirit. I didn't know, well, not sexually, like emotionally, romantically attracted to Spirit. <laughs> of course. Hey, you can cut that out if you need to. If that's going to stop no. people from listening, I no. mean, really. You I can think cut we that need out. to leave that in. I definitely think so. the funny <laughs> thing about Spirit, uh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you had such a positive experience with it. And this is definitely a podcast episode about you. But like the movie Spirit <laughs> scarred me so much as a kid that A, I don't remember a single thing in the plot, but B, it like fills me with rage to talk about it. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to take a I'm seat. Sorry. <laughs> I've never had that type of reaction to someone finding out I'm addicted to an animated horse. (laughs) So what's your effing problem with my horse? So um, the thing I think was the most problematic for me as a small child singing, seeing spirit is that nobody spoke in the entire movie. Okay. You hate art. Oh my God. (laughs) You hate art. (laughs) That's it. Oh no. You You hate art. You freaking swine. Maybe if they were talking pigs, you'd like that show better. Um, (laughs) I literally, I remember, I remember seeing it, and my mom took me and my sister to the movie theater to watch it. And she, oh my god, she does this thing where like she has to like speak for the character. It's sort of like this is a visual medium, and Mm. it's even audio as well. So like 
you don't need to explain to me what's happening. But she insists upon being like, oh no, he feels so bad because his mom died. I'm like, we just, like, I can feel that. You don't need to, like, broadcast that, like, towards me. I can, I'm feeling upset and you're calling it out now. And so now I'm annoyed. Mm -hmm. But she was doing this thing where she would, like, talk for the horses. And it, like, actually really annoyed me the entire time. I was just like, let them whinny. Like, (laughs) I can understand it all through the whinnies, okay? I am a horse girl. Like, I was the type that would whinny and, like, do the, like, like (laughs) as you were like doing chores around the house at 16 yeah like literally well not at 16 at 16 i like lost myself like Mm. 13 like 13 to like 19 i was like it's a hard six years who i was it's a hard six years especially like it's bad especially now it's like should i have done euphoria like i think but Mm -hmm. instead i did like student government and like made posters one question about euphoria is like <laughs> are we forgetting the drama of like not studying for a test and right then, like waking up like literally late or like some like weird thing happens where you're like mom can't take you to school like that is the drama that was high school they are very much so not going to school i'm like they don't need to be in a high school at this point they can be on summer break right yeah also, they're all like twenty, so just let them be twenty. <laughs> That's true. It is kind of funny. <laughs> like I don't look at them and I'm like, oh yes, I recognize high schoolers. Like I'm just like, I'm like they all have stubble, but okay, but okay, cool. Like that person is six million feet tall. Like I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm still waiting for puberty and- to hit. So <laughs> it's just a little weird to watch. No, 17-year-olds can't be tall. We all know that. They cannot. Famously, all 17-year-olds, 5'6". Across <laughs> the board. No, and then it's funny because you see the euphoria, like, uh, I guess, like, go down the mountain. And when I see a 15-year-old doing, like, fun eye makeup, I'm like, why? You are going to social studies class, babe. Like, you're not... I know. Like, you should be literally in, like, a... Sw- like, a... You... Okay. At that age, you should think it's, like, dressing up to wear, like, a comfortable pair of jeans and, like, a really cool hoodie that you, like, are addicted to Mm -hmm. that is, like, your school hoodie. You know what I mean? And then, like, bare face, zero makeup. Like, I don't know. That's, like, what I associate with (laughs) high school. Yeah. There's a girl, I will say, her name is Alina Lindsay, and... I had first period That's two with first names. Two first names. I had first period with her and last period with her. And every day she would show up barefaced, no hair done. And by the end of the day, she would be fully done up and like ready for the for the day. But like each class, she like had a mirror and would be like, We're learning Spanish, and she's like, No preguntas, and she's like painting her eyes on. <laughs> like, Wait. Okay, now that is dare I say camp like Absolutely. to be doing your makeup in every class especially when it was like the era of bumpets for hair <laughs> so like she would come in with like full flat so hair bad. and then it would be like touching god height by the end of the day and you're like when did that how did how did it get that here? aged really fast it was like truly two years of having a little thing and then it was like the craziest thing I've ever seen once I was in college I was like what is that like who did people did that it's also crazy because when you think about it it's like 
it was like not big it was two extra inches maybe you're like why it's like an accident it's <laughs> it's big enough to notice it it's like that could be part of your it could be like a defect of the skull but i know it wasn't because like so many people did it so but, many people oh my god wait and just this is a quick aside you can totally take this out if Go you want for it. but talking about someone being in a class it made me think of an awkward thing that happened whenever i was like my sophomore year of high school i was in french class and my french teacher like jersey shore had just premiered and my french teacher knew i was italian and so she asked me and she did a fake french accent (laughs) she would do a fake french accent whenever she would speak english which i was like addicted to like i didn't know why but it didn't annoy me i was like this is an icon living but she like would be like oh mr carlet actually i don't know how to do a french accent Wait, let me try and okay, I just like I'll give you, I'll give like you a, a moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so she was like, Monsieur Carlesi? Wait, no, that's like not a French accent. No. I don't know how she did it, but she asked me, um, what do you think about Jersey Shore? And I was like, she was like, what do you think about the representation of Italian Americans in Jersey Shore? I was like, I'm 16. Um, I think it's awesome. Like, I don't know. Like, I loved Jersey Shore, and I was like, the guys are totally hot. Like, I don't know what you want me to say, but I like. You're like, I'm addicted to gym tan laundry. Like, I want Ronnie to murder me. Like, I don't. Um, I think I really like the situation's abs and his cum gutters, and how it sort of points toward his cock. But for like Italian ex community members, I think it's really important. That these people it's exist. amazing to be represented mm-hmm. it's amazing to feel represented by jersey shore like no it feels bad <laughs> and also like none of them were italian no. so i don't know why i'm involved or like most of them aren't from jersey like paulie d is from Snooki. rhode island they're from staten island like they all went to the jersey shore Stokey's fully chilean she's like from <laughs> not if you ask and she's like not. the main character like it did change the world when she got punched. It changed the whole world. That was insane. We were like, oh, that was insane. Oh, Lord. God bless Italian ex-community members and the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of all of you. <laughs> I'm taking that in. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, we are reaching that time of the podcast, which is shocking because I've just been giggling with you this whole time, um, where I asked my guest, do you have any questions for me? Yes, I would say, um, who was your favorite Jersey Shore character? Ooh, um, I love Sammy Sweetheart, um, because, <laughs> one, <laughs> she was not nice the entire time. Like, She's I don't... the Swedish bitch. She's the Swedish fish you'll ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... <laughs> <laughs> just, like, adore that whole Ronnie saga and just, like, two people who, like, shouldn't be together being forced to be, like, together. I don't know. The whole time, I... It was so bad. It was so bad. And my family, like, I would say, like, a definitive thing for my family is watching trash TV. Like, I remember watching Jersey Shore. I remember watching A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila. <gasps> With your family? With full family. Like, the whole family was like, she should have chose Danny. I don't even know the name of the man she chose, but <laughs> I wish you well. Wait, to- a shot at love with Tila Tequila. That's like another, that's like, 
That's really something else. It's like a whole that was something else. It's somehow like lower than watching Jersey Shore. It's like real depths um down in there. Um <laughs> And your parents watched it with you or it was it like you and your sister? No, they watched it with us. Uh, my parents are famously very young. They had me at twenty one. Twenty one. And so they like when I think back on like, oh yeah, as like the nineties are coming back, I'm like, oh yeah, I know all of these songs. And it's because my parents were in their twenties listening to the oh, music yeah. of their twenties with a kid in the car. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. It's nice. I like it because we can, you know, still I mean, I have no interest in having children, so sorry for them. But it is nice <laughs> to have young parents. Uh, because they can like still do shit with you. Yeah. But yeah, Sammy Sweetheart. And I also love that she hasn't come back for any of the like family reunion stuff. She's like, I am done. I am not doing I haven't this. even seen her on TikTok. She hasn't even created a TikTok account. Have have you seen her? She's not even a content creator. I hope she's just like a really nice like uh, receptionist librarian. At, yeah, like <laughs> like you go to the dentist and it's Sammy Sweetheart who's like checking you in. Hi, I'm the, that's in the other room. Thank you. Enjoy your dentist. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's how she talks. It worked for me. I was like, wow, I'm brought back. Enjoy your cleaning. Oh. Enjoy your cleaning, Brian. Seriously. <laughs> they're like we have to have family dinner on sunday we're italian you're like <laughs> it's like no you d- if half of you are beefing you don't have to have family dinner you don't you just go to your separate tanning beds and sort of cool down <laughs> like it's sunday we have to eat together i made the cutlets you're like oh god <laughs> cutlets what are oh, you god. doing to be like in your 20s on the jersey shore when jersey shore was being filmed must have felt insane i mean crazy to have a camera crew there as you're literally just like blurred out face yeah you're like i love this party (laughs) like what is going on you're you're fully blurred out and just like as a joke they blur out like your ass yeah you're fully clothed you're like i'm wearing the full chaps like i'm a grown-up cowboy i had underwear on that day but okay but sure i I recognize that shirt but whatever (laughs) back in the early 2000s when it was like part of fashion to like show your panties (laughs) yeah i think that should come back i think that is next to come i mean if things are coming back like i want to see whale tails i want to see like i couldn't possibly sit with my legs together in this skirt like i want it (laughs) neon 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 whale tail with your tux with your tux (laughs) (laughs) it's not okay mark my words in the next five years timothy chalamet will be strutting down the oscars red carpet with a neon (laughs) whale tail shooting outside of his tux in a harness just his little twink butt cheeks being held together hoping for the best probably winning an award <laughs> looking like he just got a fresh wedgie mm. and that's how i like him that's my favorite thing about boys <laughs> before we go what is your favorite thing about being gay um hmm oh my gosh that's a good one I actually hate so many things about being gay. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I like, okay, I like having like a, like a universal language whenever I meet another mm-hmm. gay guy. Mm-hmm. 
you know, just like something like, uh, like starting points where I know I can just like bounce off of and really get to know someone very quickly. So I guess I love, you know, general human relating. Just references. I love that I'm being gay. <laughs> I love that I'm in. Um, conversations. Yeah, I'd say that. I would say getting to know someone and sort of finding our common ground. That's like my favorite thing about being gay. How stupid of an answer. I love my inability to connect with anybody straight. And so it really. <laughs> Wait, it literally, it's like this. Sometimes I'm like, uh, do you like water slot? Uh, I, Victor, I went and I did a mic night last night and I get up and it's dead and it's two straight men over 60. And like, I've never gone through my stand-up spiel faster because I was just like, nobody will find any of this funny. Like, I was just like, no. they're, they're gonna, all they're gonna hear is, they'll hear like the squeaking leather, patent leather boots from SpongeBob. Yes. I was like, this is just not gonna work. Uh... I was like, That's is anybody so gay here? I'm like walking around the restaurant a bit. I'm like, anybody, I know you're not here for this, but like, can you, can you leave your soup behind? I have like five minutes of jokes <laughs> to tell you. Okay. Don't eat the soup when I'm saying this part, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you've lost them. Whenever you have to beg them to stop slurping the soup. Please That's stop. Like... It's like not <laughs> gazpacho weather yet. Like, stop. Stop it. Wait, literally... Open mics are hell on earth. Absolutely. And less in the world. 90% of the people in the audience are your friends. Like, there's no way to enjoy an open mic as a gay person. No, because it's like, I, I know, like, we did kind of boil it down to the fact that you can't talk to anybody who's not gay, apparently. But without Correct. without having, like, we have never met. This is our very first conversation. I've had a wonderful, right. wonderful giggle with you for almost an hour. <laughs> Based on the fact that I was like, and we can probably talk about Britney Spears. Hopefully we can talk about reality TV and like horses were like a fun twist. And <laughs> at least got- but they're also queer coded. Queer yeah, they have coded. huge cocks. So yeah. riddle me that. Riddle me that. It's just like <laughs> when I saw the horse, I first saw his cock and I said, it's just like me. I said, oh my God, there's a body attached to that. You know what I mean? Your eyes just really lock in on that cock. <laughs> Oh, God, you have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a character, That fuckers. was a character. You can't say you hate your life. You can't. <laughs> I'll sick the two sister nuns on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, Victor, this has been so, so much fun. Thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast and laugh with me for a while. Thank you for having me. This was literally so much fun. I look forward to it. Where can the children find you? I know that you're famous in the internet we didn't even talk about what you do <laughs> um not much, not much. <laughs> i don't do much i'm completely off today i don't work on fridays um i yeah you can find me on uh tiktok um instagram at victor car bakes i'm a baker by that's how i make my money mm-hmm. and then i do bad mental health stuff online that's how i do that and um what else do i have twitter i suppose i'm also doing a i'm starting a newsletter a Substack. Love. so if you want to follow me on twitter i'll, I'll share the Substack thing there and 
Yeah, that's all. I, I want to be a comedy writer. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So if anybody, if anybody um, is hiring, Victor wants to be a comedy writer. Period. Period. Done. I love that. Well, thank you again. And until next time, y'all. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.